Hello, welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, sometimes known as Mike Zielinski. My guest today is Chip Lutz, who is one of the outstanding amateur golfers, especially senior amateur golfers in the world. Welcome, Chip. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Chip should need no introduction to anybody in Berks County who follows <laughs> sports, and no, we're going to get a little bit in part two, teaser alert, uh, in our next program, uh, about your you know, your personal background and growing up, but I, I will preface this by saying you were like eight times Brooks County Golf Association champion and, you know, the Holy Queer and the Brooks County Open. I mean, you were so dominant. But the last seven years on the international level, you have really taken it to a whole nother dimension. Tell us a little bit about your summer, starting wow. with the uh, British Open. Yeah, British, I uh, played in the British Senior Amateur, which I won. That was actually my third time. Third uh, time you won. Uh, yeah. Third time. You love so those British courses, I right? do, yeah. and they're fabulous. I played a lot of golf in Scotland and in Ireland to begin with. Uh, my first trip over there was in 1998 with some local guys, Rod Eakin, I have uh, gone along, you know that name, of course, yes. from golf, and Dave Jones and George McLeod. So it was just a wonderful trip, first experience in Scotland, and from there I got hooked. So um, one of my goals, of course, when I became a senior at age 55 was to really try to bring my game up to another level and hope that I could be competitive in, in bigger venues, because obviously, as you mentioned, I, I did quite nicely here in Berks County, but um, I really wanted to see what I could do beyond that level. So that gave me a whole new look and a whole new start because when you turn 55, you get in this whole new, uh, <laughs> yeah, whole new there, group, yeah. Yeah. and all of a sudden I'm the young guy on the street, yeah. and you know may have the the best opportunity. I remember when the PGA <laughs> first started the Senior Tour years uh -huh. ago, and that's age 50. The Opens, yeah, yeah age 50. I, you know, yeah. and I have a different perspective now, and I'm mm -hmm. this young cocky sports writer. I'm, I don't know if I was in my 20s at the time. I go, <laughs> what do those guys care? They're almost dead. Of course, you get a different perspective when you. You when you get there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no question. <laughs> yeah, but 55 was really a magic number for me, and I prepared to really try to be competitive at that point and had a great deal of success. And it's just been a tremendous run for me, um, it, you know, traveling the country, traveling the world, playing in some great venues, wonderful events. Yeah. I played in the British Senior Open uh, four times. I won the Senior Amateur three times, won the Canadian twice, Canadian Senior Am. And then, of course, last year was really the crowning achievement was winning the U.S. Senior uh, Amateur down in Hidden Creek, New Jersey, near Atlantic City. Yeah. So that was the one that, in my mind, really was the put me event. over the top. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, well, tell us a little bit about the, uh, the, the uh, British Senior Amateur this year. Mm -hmm. uh, thrilling finish. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, I uh, really played nicely, but it really wasn't my best through most of the tournament. Um, I was hoping to just get close at the end, and you know, you always hope that you're in a position on the back nine to, to get something done and be in the hunt. So fortunately, I, I played well enough to enter into a tie. Uh, and it was a three-way playoff, right? It was a three-way playoff, yeah. yeah. And one of my uh, good friends had actually three-putted the final green and Ooh. made bogey uh, to actually get into this tie. So. Little did he know, he was actually in the lead uh, of me and didn't realize it. He actually told his cat, he said, I don't want to know what's going on behind me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's unusual, is it not? I think so. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I like to know as much information as possible yeah. at all times. 
um, and get updates because you want to know down the stretch what you have to do, if anything, to try to either win or because it just how your approach is, how you approach a particular hole. Oh, absolutely. So um, unfortunately for him, he three putted the last hole, and I came down the last one and made par and tied him, which got us into this playoff. So we went back to the 18th tee, and we were to have played that hole repeatedly until we there was a winner in Southern Oh, they don't go. They don't go in any other order. That's, that's it's interesting. That's a little different, yeah. Yeah, they do the same thing actually in the Senior Open, which I witnessed Bernhard Langer uh, two years, three years ago. He played the 18th hole five times until they got a winner <laughs> at Birkdale. It was amazing. It's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they actually had it carried over. They played three times in, at the end on Sunday, and they ran out of, of light and had to uh, pre- resume again Monday morning. They played it, and on a second try, finally, um, uh, Mark Wiebe had won with a par on, on the 18th. But as it turns out for me, I managed to get it done in the first try. One of the fellows was going to clearly make bogey. He had hit it into a bunker off the tee and, and uh, was going to make bogey and probably be eliminated. But um, uh, my buddy from uh, Las Vegas had uh, putted up to about four feet and I had about a 25-footer for birdie, and I was the last to putt. I was the closest to the hole. And fortunately, uh, I hit the putt a little bit too hard, and I was a bit fearful because it was a downhiller, and it managed to hit the back of the cup, pop up in the air, and boom, it went right down in. And Wow. You know, it that was must have been a heck of a such rush. Such a thrilling finish. Yeah, it really was. Least. Now, obviously, <laughs> we've all seen the British, and I've never played in Scotland or Britain, but, you know, they're mm-hmm. all the... It's so different with all those really steep, bonkers, things like that. Are the, gr- the greens are not too much different than American courses, or are they? Well, they actually are different because they have a different variety of grass. It's actually all fescue grass. Oh, so it's the, okay. Yeah, the grass is really the difference. So it's a lot tougher read or easier read? No, it's actually very similar. Uh, the reads yeah. are very intuitive. You can really see a lot of the break for the most part. Yeah. Um, and it, interestingly enough, the, gra- the grass on the greens is the same as what's on the fairways and what's on the tees. So it's really the same grass, but it's just cut to different levels. Oh, okay. So okay. it's really interesting. Yeah. And, and it really looks like it's a slower surface, but the grass kind of lays over a little bit more and is a fine blade of grass, but it actually runs pretty quickly. So you're really kind of surprised by that um, when you play because it actually has more speed than you would otherwise think. Yeah. But um, the, 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 the way they're constructed, uh, the stack sod bunkers, the the scenery is just so different from what you play in America. There's a lot more of a ground game, if you will, because there's more chip and run shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play lower shots. There's more wind, it seems, because you're you're yeah, it's not just typically rip it, rip it. Yeah. no, exactly yeah. not. Yeah. So there's a lot more you know refinements and different kinds of approaches to the game over there, which I really find fascinating. Now, tell us your next stop was yeah. the, the U.S. Senior Amateur, right? Yes. No, excuse me, no, it was the U.S. Senior, Amateur. US, no, it was actually U.S. Senior Open. Oh, yes, it's U.S. Senior, US Senior Open. Open. And yes. you were the only amateur to make the cut. I was. Yeah, and uh, was. and you wound up finished tied in 37, <laughs> you know, which with only a 10 over. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's quite a compliment for the only amateur. Well, it was, and I, I was really pleased with that performance. I came back and left the next day and was in Ohio in Columbus at Scioto uh, Golf Club. And uh, it was a tremendous experience. My son came along. Uh, he came up from South Carolina to caddy for me. So that was just a you know, remarkable time. And, of course, my wife, Bonnie, was with me. And as she travels a lot, she's been Actually, so supportive of me. So yeah. uh, thanks to Bonnie. She's been great. But my son, was, it was really special to have he and his good friend come up. 
uh, and spend the week with us through practice rounds and the tournament rounds. And I had the opportunity to play some great practice rounds with like Tom Watson and Fred Funk and, you know, guys that are really accomplished players on the tour. And I got a great pairing. The first two rounds was actually with um, the defending champion, um, Jeff Maggart was the defending champion. And Marco Dawson was the winner of the previous year's British Senior Open. So Marco uh, was in the same pairing of three and myself. So I got to really be up close and personal to these champions of these open events and and spend two days with them, uh, playing and competing against them. And uh, my second round was just a remarkable performance. I had 69. Oh, yeah, 69. uh, Wow. Just played terrifically. It was low round of the afternoon and in some tough wind. And it was just, you know, so much fun. I got a lot of points. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, and then the last big of your trifecta was the U.S. Senior Amateur Championship, and that was uh, in St. Louis, and you were trying to defend your title. Yeah, that was a Senior Am, right? Yes. Yeah, senior Am. And you uh, you got into, uh, I guess, you know, you, you placed uh, 45th, so you were in the, the round of 64, and then what happened? Right. Well, I played really good against Jeff Berta from Modesto, California, in the first round, friend of mine. And unfortunately, when you get to that point, you end up playing a lot of your friends. Yeah, and, and that's match. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's match play. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I I played very nicely against Jeff and and won that match. So I advanced to the round of 32. And unfortunately, I faced my my other really good friend Paul Simpson, who's been equally successful internationally and here at home. Uh, Paul's from Raleigh, North Carolina, and he and I had just come back from uh, playing golf in Bogota, Colombia. Believe it or not. So we were invited uh, right after the Senior Open to be representatives of the United States Golf Association in Bogota in an international match uh, for Central American countries, uh, South American countries, and also the UK was represented as well. So there were 30 teams of two, and uh, Paul and I represent the U.S., and it was a great opportunity to play internationally on behalf of the USGA, and we just had a great time. We finished eighth as a team, and I finished 10th individually. Had a nice tournament, but it was really more about the experience, and we just had a wonderful time. So here I go facing Paul, my buddy, who I just played with Yeah. You know, in round two. And I was, unfortunately, it was not my best day, and Paul played nicely, and I was out. And that's the tough part about match play. You know, yeah, you absolutely. lose one match and you're out of the competition. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, what a summer. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you had I spend my summer vacation, you have a great story to tell. We look forward to your, your next story. But for now, this is Zeke saying goodbye. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.